0: Mira C. Hi, I'm Eric Lures, and you're listening to Making It. I run B Do Scale Hybrid Business Coaching, and I help people scale their business by helping them scale their beingness. My life plan was this. I was going to be a movie star. I was going to be the next Bruce Willis. Yes, now I'm aging myself <laughs> when Bruce Willis was still a thing. And that was my entire life plan. And somehow, instead of that, I ended up working um, as a temp in a mailroom and studying martial arts and screenwriting. And my dreams morphed over the years to wanting to be a uh, open my own dojo and write movies. And yet my business, you know, I was working in the business world. And after a decade, I ended up, I was a director. I had over 100 people reporting to me across multiple sites in New York City simultaneously. And I had multiple black belts. At one point, I got offered my own school and I actually churned it down. So after you know a decade of wanting to have it, I got offered it. And at that point, <laughs> I had evolved. And then I went from there to management consulting for a couple of years from management consulting. That's kind of after that, I did a couple of home-based businesses. And then business coaching came out of that. When I was 35 years old, I was one month away from getting married. Now, at that point in time, I already had, uh, you know, I'd been studying martial arts for 15 years or more. I was six foot tall. I was, you know, about 190 pounds. I was in fantastic shape, yada, yada. I was at the gym. I was working out. I had a heart attack, you know, and there I am 35. I mean, prime of my life, you know, looking good, walking tall, yada, yada. And there I am on this cold slab, not knowing if I'm going to be alive in five minutes. Sticking tubes in me and telling me things, and I have no idea what the hell people are saying. You know, it's, I felt like I was in this giant hole looking up at people. I kept thinking to myself, you know, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm hell. I haven't even said, hell, I'm not even married yet. I'm not done. Thankfully, I came out of that and I realized that, you know, in terms of enjoying, they say, you know, life's a journey, not a destination. And it's, it's really true because five minutes from now is not guaranteed to you. And so there are people who make much of, you know, I'm planning for 20 years from now. I'm planning for 20 years. From, I'm, I'm setting up for 20 years from now. What if you're dead 20 years from now? You know, am I saying don't, don't have savings and buy stocks and bonds and whatever and, and have accounts set up for later in life? No, I'm not saying that. However, I am saying that, you know, if your entire life is spent as the, um, you know, the ants preparing for winter, then if winter comes, you're, you're set. But you let all of the entire summer go by without enjoying it. So, A, enjoy the journey that you're on, and if you're not enjoying the journey and you can't find joy in the journey you're doing, you're probably doing the wrong work. But it's also then, if you can find joy in the work that you're doing, if you're pushing it to the point where you're not having fun, then you just got to be easy on yourself and say, okay, you know, I want to let more humor into this. I want to let more fun into this. How can I have more fun? How can I allow more fun into this work? The secret to allowing your true potential, your gift, it's about allowing you to be your true self. We hear a lot about being our authentic self, etc. And it's the right intent, but the verbiage is problematic because right now we are conditioned from birth almost to fit in, we are conditioned to sort of be afraid of what makes us unique, be afraid that won't let you fit in with this crowd and that won't let you fit in with that crowd. And it's really about, I think Abraham Maslow probably put it best because he came up with the hierarchy of needs. And now it's it's eight levels. It used to be seven. And the seventh level was called self-actualization the, the top level. Now it's transcendence is the top level. But when it was still seven levels, they asked him, they said, what is self-actualization? And he said, it's being free of the good opinion of others. I would take that and add a little twist is self-actualization is being free of the good opinion of others, including yourself. Because a lot of times our opinions of ourselves are based on what other people have told us we have allowed ourselves to be conditioned into believing who we should be, and so it is really about accepting who you truly are, because then all of a sudden, when you accept and say, "Okay, this is really who I am, and I'm not going to try and hide that, and maybe I don't even understand exactly what the hell that is. But when you're looking at yourself and you know, maybe you're an accountant, but you really have this pull towards artistry or whatever, and you have this desire to sort of maybe you have an idea for how to bring your passion through into your business, and you're like, but I don't know how that fits. But allowing yourself to say, okay, I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to keep playing with this and I'm going to keep allowing myself to know, even if it takes a while for me to put this into action, maybe it doesn't come through in my business. Maybe this is something I do in my off time or whatever, but allowing yourself to say, this is who I am, warts and all, and who I really, really want to be, free of the opinion of others. Then all of a sudden, the little bits and pieces of magic start to come through. And before you know it, you're the accountant that people say, I've worked with other accountants and they treated my books as if they were just, you know, numbers and my business. It, you know, when he works with me, I feel like, I don't know, like Michelangelo is is molding my business. It's like all of a sudden that artist piece comes through. What what however it is, but it's about allowing that energy that is really you, how you really want to feel, because that's all we're really after. Abraham Hicks says, you know, everything we want in life, we only want because we believe in the having of it, we will be happy. We really just want to be happy and we're happiest when we feel most alive and we feel most alive when we are expressing the fullness of ourself in that moment. I was listening to Frederick Dotson, I think a couple of days ago, he made an incredible point. He was talking about, I believe it was Frederick Dotson, Don't, don't quote me here, but I believe it was him he was talking about success. And he said, well, technically, anytime you achieve anything could be, you know, like tying your shoes. Well, if you tie your shoes, it's a success. Maybe you've done it a thousand times. So every moment, every little accomplishment, every big accomplishment is a success. And so he was saying, you know, so when you say I'm successful, it's really about how you count your successes. So when you say, well, making it, well, you never really if you look at it like making it as like a destination, if you say, I have a goal to make a million dollars and you make the million dollars, you don't have anything beyond that. Well, I mean, you know, okay, congratulations, but now what? And if you're like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know that there's much joy in that. Making it, I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, you reached the million dollars, but then I personally know unhappy Multi, multi millionaires. So you would say, well, wait a minute. They've made it, right? They own two yachts and however many houses and whatever, but they're unhappy. And they're unhappy because they set like a number in their head, you know, 20 million, 50 million, 100 million, whatever it is. And they made that number because they thought that money equaled making it. Or they thought this many Ferraris equaled making it. Making it is really. My definition of making it. to me, making it is a feeling. and it's not about feeling like I've arrived, it's about a feeling of I've become. I believe in levels of beingness, and I believe that we're here to keep going to higher and higher levels of beingness of ourselves, so from version 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 to 4.0, et cetera, et etc, et etc. Every time I feel like I've become or achieved the next level of my being, it's like, that's a day that I've made it. And that's why like every day to me is about making it, is about how can I have a richer experience of my life and part of my life is my work today than I did yesterday? What avenues of thought or ideas can I explore or whatever? How can I expand? So really, it's going to sound counterintuitive. To me, making it is is probably more about the beginning of it. <laughs> the beginning of it than the actual being able to say, okay, here's the check that verifies I've achieved this monetary level, or here's the house that qualifies as you know me achieving this particular goal that I set two years ago or whatever. Hi, I'm Eric Lures, and you've been listening to Making It, and you can check me out at ericlures.com forward slash power, where you can grab your one question power session with me that'll act like the first domino to knock down all of the other dominoes that have been stopping you from building your business up to this point. So again, it's Eric E R I K L U H R S E-R-I-K-L-U-H-R-S.com forward slash power to grab your one question power session now. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermant and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. So you catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.